Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery, uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Hey, hey, everyone. Happy almost Thanksgiving here in America. Super excited to bring this powerful, I think, timely as always message today. We will be hitting a lot of health, mental, physical, and spiritual talking about combo frog medicine. A lot of you guys have been seeing me post a lot about that over the last six weeks since I've been certified. And just want to give a shout out to any of you that happen to be tuning in live. We are live streaming on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So if you've never joined us live before, I would love for you to comment hashtag live below with the city, state, country where you're tuning in from. And of course, replay. Uh, We want to hear from you. Hashtag replay. Uh, city, state, country, where you're tuning in from, especially since it's Thanksgiving here um, in America this week. I'd also love to hear what you're grateful for. Um, Attitude of gratitude has helped me get through a lot of shit um, this year. And uh, I think it's just a great time to say that I'm grateful for you, my viewers and subscribers. So thank you so much. Um, This is a powerful message today. So I I also want to remind you before I bring on my guests to hit the share button sharing this with your community, uh, especially later on um, in iTunes or things of that nature. We know that um, seasonal affective disorder is kicked in. Um, There's a lot of people struggling with grief around the holidays. The holidays themselves can just bring up a lot of the best and worst in people. And so uh, we really want to support the world, the collective, and the community. So I'm excited to introduce my friend, my little Virgo sister from another Mr. Shar from Ohio, Char Butler, welcome. I'm going to share a little bit about you and then I'm going to let you tell your profound, amazing story. So I, I just met Charlotte, uh, gosh, a month ago. Uh, it's It's been longer, like six weeks ago um, at our combo certification training. And immediately the first moment I laid eyes on her, I knew there was a connection. Turns out she's a Virgo like me. Uh, I think we're one day apart in birthday, maybe you know, a decade or a bit more. I'm, I'm, I could be her mom, I think. But anyway, um, she has a, a background, a bachelor's degree in health science. Uh, so we also have that passion uh, in common. And she focuses on pre-medicine. So she has a huge foundation in the field of healthcare, which, you know, uh, we're going to talk about what that looks like today now that she's certified with Combo. Um, and she actually has received the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. So she was a part of the first ever, I believe, uh, research study um, on combo and, and MS. And I, I'm so excited for you to be here today to, to tell us your story. Thank you so, so, so very much. I am beyond grateful for the opportunity to be on your show. This is my first podcast. And the fact that it's live is just insane because I don't know if Alicia is my first name, but I go by Charlotte, my middle name, which is something I've been wanting to do for some time now, but committed after our training together. And I don't know if the former me could have handled this, but with all the combo medicine and support, I feel like I can better. Yes, look at the froggy. So cute. Yes. 
yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm better able to work through my emotions and the uncomfortability. I always tell people some of the best lessons I've learned from combo so far are just knowing to be able to sit with something that might feel uncomfortable and know that it won't last forever. So here I am. <laughs> it's and perfect. Really and, and our show is about the length of what a combo experience really is. So you're, you're a master at this. So I don't know if I'd call myself a master, but <laughs> very, very kind of you. Um, I am a learner, a student, and I enjoy being a student and hopefully one day I can be a teacher, you know, um, for this medicine. But right now I think in my journey, I'm just here sharing my transformative experience with this medicine. And, you know, I went from student doctor to combo practitioner. So just really following that roadmap and where it leads me. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. We'll share how, through all of that, kind of like that, I call it the muck and mire, right? Our journeys are messy. Um, so like, what was it like to get uh, an MS diagnosis for you? And, and what were some of the symptoms and what what has that journey been like? And then, and then we can, you know, bring in combo and how that all helped you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my journey with the diagnosis of MS actually goes back to 2015. And I was a nursing student at the time, um, early 20s, so ambitious that I knew what they were telling me, but it was like, okay, like people can live normal lives with this illness. I, I understand it's unpredictable, but like, it couldn't be me. Like, I, it's not going to ruin my life. You know, I was very, um, I guess, very confident and who I was at that time. Um, one of the doctors had told me, maybe you should reconsider your profession. It's it's pretty stressful and stress can make your, your symptoms worse. And I said, mm. nah, I had a really strong faith. Like every morning I was waking up, watching Joyce Meyer, running around the block. Like I had a good constitution um, and, a, and just like a really good routine. And so um, I, I guess, you know, I, my faith was strong enough that no matter what was happening, I was able to stand my ground. Um, I was leading my nursing floor and um, I actually did my rotation at University Hospital and it was through Case Western, even though I was going to a community college, Case Western is a bigger school, bigger name school here in Cleveland and I was doing really good. So. Um, yeah, I, I, my first symptom, though, was um, optic neuritis. And what that means is swelling of the nerve behind the eye. And it can cause so much pressure from the inflammation that it can lead to um, blindness. And I did go blind in my right eye. Um, so, you know, they didn't know. Di sometimes diagnosing MS can be complicated. And... Um, the best way to find out is a spinal tap. Um, but the doctor that I had did suggest that, and I did do the spinal tap. And um, that was interesting because I was awake and I was watching it. I remember that. Um, 
and I still was just like in such high spirits. I remember like talking to the people, <laughs> doing the spinal tap. Of course, they gave me some medication to calm me down. But um, in the hospital, I wanted to study. I had my nursing books. I was doing homework and I was there for two weeks. Um, high prednisone, which I didn't want to do, but I was willing to do whatever it took. And they're like, you might not get your vision back completely. It might not come back. And I was like, oh, it's going to come back. I'll be okay. <laughs> and it did. Um, and then I lost my insurance. And um, I was taking the medication Tecfidera, um, which is a pharmaceutical. And um, nobody knows why I lost my insurance. But I said, oh, no worries. I'll pay for it until I get my insurance back. Well, then I found out how much the medication cost and it cost around at that time, a little over $65,000 a year. And I was like, wait, how can they charge this much for a medication that's helping me to not be blind or paralyzed or any of those other scary symptoms that come with MS? Wow. Um, you know, and uh, they were like, oh, we can help you. We'll get you a financial advice. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, no, like there's got to be a better way. This seems like such a scam. Um, so I, I started praying and, you know, I was still hopeful, but that broke, my, broke me down a little bit. Um, and I saw, I ended up finding a holistic alternative doctor who used to be an MD and a surgeon in my area. And um, I saw him, saved up a couple hundred dollars. It was like $350. Um, I got in with him pretty quickly, even though he was on Dr. Oz and these people were saying, oh, I had MS and now I have no symptoms. I was wheelchair bound and I got up and there was videos recorded of him doing these like miraculous miracle type things. Um, and I was, I was like, I got to see this doctor and for like 350 and I got in with him in like two weeks. I was like, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, and the people called him a faith based healer. Um, but really, he was using a machine he made himself it's like a quantum type technology um where he doesn't even have to draw blood but he can put it on your pulse point and when i saw him i was menstruating and he looked at me and he said you're on your period you're menstruating i was like yeah it's, and he knew i had low iron which i did i'm looking at this thing and i at the time was getting all this blood work and i'm like everything that i see here is and i'm pulling up my my chart and i'm looking at this and i was in disbelief but um he put me on supplements and i was good for five years no symptoms wow. no pharmaceuticals i was good um and i was inspired you know i saw how doctors where i was were treating nurses and i was like i'm gonna be a doctor and i'm gonna treat the nurses i work with like gold you know i've been an stna i i the whole work your way up in the medical field type deal you know so um i was so inspired I started visiting schools for naturopathic medicine, alternative medicine, and I found one in Oregon. Um, so that's it. I, I applied, I interviewed, and again, even the dean called me and he said, you seem so ambitious and we love your story and, you know, um, we're just worried that this might be too stressful for you. You know, it's, it's, he said hellish was his word this program is hellish. And I said, I can do it. I've been through hell, you know? So uh, I get accepted into medical school <laughs> and uh, he wasn't wrong. <laughs>
If you have friends in school that are, you know, in a doctoral program or even a master's, I mean, check on them because it was really rough. You know, I wasn't sleeping enough and some people do balance it out better than others. I didn't have good coping skills, you know, um, and I'm going to be honest, like at this time I would drink like socially, but I was a, a vegetarian and I, the only meat I would eat would be hunted. So like I'm doing good. And if I could, you know, balance, but you know, drinking's inflammatory and doing mm. other things, you know, it's not great for your body. And I think I partied harder in medical school than I did in my undergrad and like that's embarrassing to say but i'm gonna be super honest about my story um it was just the stress you know i i didn't cope very well um but you know i had this opportunity to do an ayahuasca um retreat and i've always wanted to do this and i wasn't seeking it but somebody asked me like hey you know you're into this stuff like I couldn't think of anybody better to ask. And I said, absolutely. It changed my life. And I am feeling like I'm just now can say, like, I have integrated that experience. Um, at the end of my ayahuasca ceremony, my second year of medical school, I didn't fail a class. I was still passing and doing pretty damn good. A's and B's, like, by the grace of God or whatever you want to call it, the source, the spirit. Um, but at the end of my Aya experience, I looked at our guide and I said, I don't think I'm going to be an ND. And I said, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Like, I, I wouldn't say that I don't have a backup plan. And I looked at her scared. Like, why did I say that? Where did that come from? And she was like, she bring it on my shoulder and she said, it's okay. Sometimes these experiences happen and they leave us with messages that we don't understand immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I got an MRI every year. I got an MRI to make sure I was stable. So the way that you can see if your MS is reactivated or you're having what they call a relapse is when it's in your brain or your spinal mm -hmm. cord and it'll show lesions. So real quick, for people who don't know what MS is, um, MS is an autoimmune disease, and it's when your body attacks itself. I'm going to try to put this in to layman's terms to the best of my ability. But um, we have neurons, and the neurons create synapses, and all of these are messengers that send signals to your body and, your, and everything to function correctly so that you can speak so that you can think, so that you can move, all the things. So that's why some people that get diagnosed with MS, it could be regressive. There's two types. There's relapsing remitting, which is the one that I was diagnosed with. Hmm. Meaning I have a relapse, I go blind, but then it goes into remission and I get my sight back somewhat to the same extent. Progressive, it goes bad and it just keeps going bad. And it, the degeneration, it doesn't reverse at all. So if you could imagine you have a vacuum cleaner and the plugs in the wall, but a mouse, you stop it, right? And you're not vacuuming, but you didn't unplug it. And a mouse comes by and it chews up the cord. So now you have a cord that's, you know, not on and exposed. You go to plug your vacuum in. It's not going to work the same or maybe not at all. 
So that's what's happening. There's a myelin sheath covering the nerves, okay, and your neurons and everything. And when what happens with MS is it's kind of chewed up, and that shows up as white spots on the brain and on the spinal cord. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you would know, looking at an old MRI versus a new MRI, if there's anything wrong. So before the ayahuasca ceremony, they told me that there might be possible new lesions. And I said, okay, well, how will you know you need to compare to the Cleveland Clinic? So, you know, I moved to Oregon, which is across the country from Cleveland, and I'm calling the Cleveland Clinic and I'm like, you need to send my last MRI results so they, they could see this is not new. I was still like, no, <laughs> in disbelief, in denial. I'm like, nah, I, I don't feel, I'm not blind. I'm, I don't feel like I have any symptoms you know, but like little did I know my muscles were atrophying. I had lost like 20 pounds and um, I just thought, oh, it's just school stress. You know, everything was school stress. Um, after this ayahuasca ceremony, I was like, the MS is back. Like it's, you know, so I, like a week or two after that, go to my doctor, sit down with her. They finally got the MRIs back from Cleveland State and my room number was 13. And I and it was huge on the door too. I was like, and that's for me has been a lucky number in my life. Um, but that day, I just knew it was a sign. And the the message is always just trust the process, right? Mm -hmm. But I just was not having it because that's my identity. I'm a student doctor. I'm gonna be a doctor. I put so much time, energy, money into this. You know, I couldn't accept it. And so I sat down and she said, "Yeah, these are new." you know, but they're small and you can, if you get on Ocrevus now, and I'm like, what is this? What is Ocrevus? Now they have new medications. It's been five years. Yeah. And so they said it's a five hour infusion. And, um, did you have insurance by this time? Oh yeah. I, I was insured. I was okay. insured during this time. Yeah. Um, and it's a five hour infusion. Um, you know, and then there's rotoxin, but this has the highest efficacy, meaning it works the best. Um, so I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try some alternatives. I'm literally a naturopathic doctorate student, so I'm going to try some alternatives. I tried every freaking alternative you can think of. Actually, what my iPad is resting on right now is the Walls Protocol. It's a book this thick. I read it like three times, and it's a diet, a Mediterranean diet. And this lady's like six two or something, so I'm trying to eat what she her proportions, and I could not, right? And everything just felt really, um, I don't know, defeat. I felt defeated, and um, but I did try. I tried it, so I was having bad nerve pain. Cold plunges helped for that, mm. like a lot. It actually subsided all of my lower extremity nerve pain. Mm. Um, so I started doing cold plunges in Lake Erie during the winter and that helped tremendously, but you know, MRI came back. Now they're getting worse and they're enhancing. They're large. They're, they were small. Now they're big. I'm like, okay, I got to figure something out. This is not good. This is not good. Um, so I started doing Ocrevus and I did that for like a year and a half and kept coming back still not good, enhancing, getting worse. Um, and some really concerning areas of my brain and in my body, you know, some people that have MS go to sleep one night feeling fine, wake up the next morning paralyzed for the rest of their lives. You know, I remember thinking I'd rather be diagnosed with cancer. 
I was severely depressed. Um, I felt hopeless. I felt I was going through identity crisis, so much resistance. And I just said, Aya, so I'm trying to explain that experience to people who've never done that and they didn't understand. So I felt like I was losing my mind on so many levels and I felt so alone. Um, and I tried looking at like YouTube videos of people who've been through things like I have been through and it was helpful. Mm. And I thought maybe if I share my story, it'll help other people. But it was actually detrimental for me because then I was like, oh, why did I do that? I shouldn't. And then you have like friends and family, like you shouldn't tell your personal business to people. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Or you tell that one person who is like, oh, I know my, my neighbor had MS and she died at 40. Both of, both of her kids were still, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, not exactly what you're yeah. yeah. And I know they don't mean it in a bad way. Well, yeah, yeah. Like it's not, I don't know. I, but either way, um, it was scary. I'm like, do I share? Do I not share? I'm, I'm always, I've always been an open book kind of personality. And then I started getting jealous of people who were like mysterious and quiet and not talkative. So I'm like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm done. So I got off of all social media all at once. And um, I isolated myself and I didn't talk to anybody for a few months. And you know, during this time, I wasn't like drinking, I wasn't partying, I wasn't like none of that completely with me. And I started trying to do shadow work by myself during this already super dark time. And for, um, I guess lack of better words, my shadow tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it got really dark. It was very, um, it was very scary. Um, I remember I started dissociating a lot. Like people would talk to me, but I, I know they could probably see me seeing through them. Um, and I just couldn't stop thinking about how badly I didn't want to be here anymore. And um, it really happened pretty quickly. Um, and this is like trigger warning, very vulnerable. Um, but it, you did ask me before this if I'd be open to sharing, and I did say yes. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been so depressed mm -hmm. in my life. I haven't since, and I haven't ever before that. Um, but when I found out about that misdiagnosis in Oregon, I started feeling suicidal, and I felt like a burden to my friends, to my family. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me. I wanted to help take care of you, but now I can't even take care of myself. And I thought if I came home and got better, I'd feel better. But I just wasn't, you know, getting better. Um, and it was pretty early on after coming home that I was like, I don't wanna fight this fight. What's the point, you know, like, it's a degenerative disease and I'm probably going to end up feeling like I'm 80 when I'm 40. And so I just felt like I don't want other people to feel like they have to take care of me. I was sick of getting the phone calls of like, how are you doing? When are you going back to school? It just felt overwhelming. And um, I tried to get a job to distract me, but it made me feel worse. 
I was working at a bank, like so out of my, you know, character and what I was used to. And I remember it was a Sunday night and I just, I had, I was over prescribed some medications and I wasn't taking them because I didn't want to be on meds. And so I had a lot saved up. I had, um, um, I, I guess like probably 120 Xanax pills just saved. And, um, I took a couple to relax and I drank a whole bottle of wine and mall and um, next day I woke up in the hospital and I didn't feel like thank god I'm still here I was actually pissed off and the first thing I saw was Jesus Christ on a cross in my room I was at Mary Mountain Hospital and I just remember looking and I said, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And um, mm -hmm. my mom was there and I remember thinking like, can I think like in my brain dead? Like all, all I remembered all the medication I took mm. and I was like, all right. So like, it seems like I'm thinking clearly, like, can I move? You know, I'm going through all the motions and I'm like, okay, well, still here. There was a part of me that felt like I died on another dimension. I can't prove that, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt as far as it comes to spirituality or anything that I cannot prove, but that's just how I felt. And so I grieved until I left that hospital. Um, my family finding me like that, you know, and just trying not to beat myself up on how selfish it might have felt. It just happened so fast that I didn't think about anybody else except for escaping my reality, you know, mm -hmm. which just felt unbearable. My, I felt so heavy. Hmm. I really did. I just remember laying in my bed feeling like I could fall through my bed right now and like through the core of the earth and out the other side. That's how heavy I felt. Like people talk about Panema or Panama, however you want to say it, that like energy that's heavy. And it felt heavy, you know? Yeah, I call it, I call it density. Um, and first of all, I just want to, I want you to, I want you to, I want to give you a, like a few moments to breathe because I know what it's like to share something so, so vulnerable. And I just want to acknowledge you and hold space for the the courage that it takes. And I, I'm, I know guys, we're going to go over, you know, my nor normal show time today because the, the we are going to talk about combo and, and how that impacted, but we really want you to know how, you know, Shar had, you know, gone, what she had gone through and, and her story is how many people out there have gone through that story. I'm, I, I've lost 12 friends to suicide. My mom tried to kill herself many times. I've wanted to, um, and there's, there's this huge ascension process happening in the world. There's been predictions of the suicide rate going up and guess what it has. Um, there's been predictions that people are gonna lean heavily on their addictions and that's been happening. Um, and there's just so many people out there that need to hear this story. So again, please hit the share button. Um, 
what you went through is, I don't want to say it's normal per se, but it's also, I think, happens way more than people are willing to share. So I just want to honor you, my sister, for being willing to share that. And I'm so grateful that you, you know, are here to, to share it because a lot of people are feeling and living in isolation. A lot of people are afraid that they're a burden. I've gone through that in my own way. And a lot of people are waking up to their truth. And a lot of that can be very, very scary shadow work to, you know, use your words. And I say that all the time, don't do shadow work alone. Don't do plant medicine alone. You know, all of these things that are, are helping you unpack your quote unquote demons of you've got to have support and, and um, not that you, you didn't, but you, you went through your own journey of that. And it's, it can be a lot, it can be way too much for this ego mind to comprehend. And then we get out of our heart and it's, it's a lot to, to carry. So I just want to acknowledge that for you. And, and one of our viewers, um, I'm not sure who this is, Red Heart 11 TX, if that's someone that you know, Charlotte, um, but they said that you went through a timeline shift and kind of like opened up. I, I don't know if you counted that as a near-death experience, Charlotte, or if you, if you, if you know that or not, but yeah, you, you kind of woke up a new person. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, um, I would definitely count it as a near-death experience because when the fire department came and picked me up, they were freaking out and I ended up getting crash roomed, which means like my blood pressure was so low. They thought for sure I wasn't going to make it. And they wouldn't even let my mom back when she got there. Um, and the firefighter who dropped me off I guess had a daughter my age. I was 27 at the time. So this was, you know, two years ago. It was mm -hmm. September 27th, 2021. And um, yeah, he came in crying when he saw I was awake. And like how hysterical he was towards me made me feel like, holy, sh like, you know, he's the paramedic, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, he was crying and praying. They were making me prayer shaws and people were coming in just telling me like, you are so lucky to be alive. We did not think you were going to make it. Um, I don't have any story about how I saw God or, you know, and I don't even say near, near death experience. I just say ex my experience, but um, yeah, that's what it was for sure. Yeah. It was a near death experience, but I also, have this weird feeling of I did die on another timeline, like as above, so below type. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I just feel like God, my angels, my ancestors, I feel very blessed and sought after too, you know, protected by God. I do. Um, well, let's, yeah. let's transition. Cause um. I, I do want to talk about how combo yeah. came in and impacted Absolutely. you. So however you want to share how you found combo or yeah. if you just want to even dive into the, the experiences and the study and all of that exciting stuff that helped yeah. you. Yeah. Like, helped I you actually, stay here. Right. Help absolutely. You. Yeah. Um, I actually want to say that the day that I attempted was September 27th and the day that our combo practitioner training started was September 27th. And the day that I came home from the hospital was October 8th. And the day that I became a combo practitioner was October 8th. Oh my gosh. 
goosebumps on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was just profound. And ever since utilizing combo, the synchronicities haven't stopped. Like they just keep on going. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was doing the cold plunges for my nerve pain and I was in a toxic relationship, which is a pattern I've been working on. And I found out that I was not getting better. I wasn't in a healing state of mind. I was in fight or flight constantly crying every single night. Um, and basically the doctor said, you're going to have to do stem cell transplants. We're going to consider you for it because out of about 400 people, you're one of three or so that this medication is not working for. So stem wow. cells. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. I've seen stem cells work. Cool. But then they said, well, chemotherapy too. And I was like, I don't have cancer. <laughs> what are you going to, now I guess we'll do chemotherapy for arthritis, for MS, for whatever, like things other than cancer. Whoa. I did not know that. That's insane. Uh -huh. And so I said, I need to make some lifestyle changes. Um, I need to keep utilizing my, you know, tools. And I started praying again, God, please. If, you know, like, it's a very American thing of us to do. You know, people say, I don't know if I believe in God. I don't know if, until your life is in shambles. And you're like, if you're out there, <laughs> please help me. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Um, so again, I'm back on my hands and knees, hands together. Like, send me a sign. And I did a cold plunge and I saw this lady and she was glowing and everybody was talking about her son and he's a combo practitioner. I was like, what the hell is that? And everybody's like, oh, Lisha, you would love him because you know, your background in alternative medicine and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a book about this. I'm gonna read about it. I'll find this person and uh, let's see what this is about. Um, and yeah, so I, I got a book, I read about it, I met this practitioner, I did, after my first session, I felt so amazing, I got off of all of my antidepressants and all of my anxiety meds, which was incredible, because I thought these were things I was going to have to be on, like, maybe forever, you know, scared, because yeah, they were, they were trying, starting to stabilize me, um, and then after my three times in 30 days, my MRI lined up perfectly, and it was my first stable MRI um, that I had gotten back after like doing four MRIs. It was my one, two, three, third MRI home and it was stable. And you know what the doctor said? The ocrevus is working. And I said, no, 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 no. I did this frog secretion from the Amazon jungle. <laughs> I haven't recorded. And the doctor was like, I don't think you should do that. You know what I mean? They were like looking it up and they're like, uh, they never heard of it, but they, they can't medically advise you to do anything that they have never heard of or understood. Sand. Um, but I said, no, I'm going to keep doing it. We'll see. Like we'll do another MRI in six months and we'll see. And so my second MRI, I scheduled on October 13th because my lucky number 13, which actually landed on Friday, the 13th. I know. <laughs> and it came, so that, that was right after our combo training. And I knew I was going to be doing a shitload of combo during our training. 
And I was like, all right, I'm a living testament. Let's see if this medicine is really working. This is going to prove it, you know, for me and for whoever else is tuning into Charlotte's life or this podcast, you know, like I will not stop telling the story because it's amazing. And even my doctor said, I'm not going to tell you to not do this. You know, Mm. (laughs) she's like, I can't tell you to do it, but just be careful. And I said, thank you. I will. And she's been my doctor. She's my doctor before I even left for Oregon. So she's like watched the whole process, the all the ups and downs. And there's been mm. some really high highs and some really, really low lows. And I was like, emotionally, mentally, what is this pattern for me? Like, am I okay? Question myself. But they say combo's a warrior medicine for a reason. Yeah, maybe. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my friend and neighbor, Amy Ahrens. She was so excited that we were going to be talking about this today. So thank you, Amy, for giving uh, some love on the show. If you're just joining us, it's always nice to hear from those on the live. And in fact, if you want to, since we are going to go a little bit longer today, if you want to comment below with questions, let's talk a little bit about, you know, combo the science, the spirituality, we have to always say the disclaimer, we are not medical doctors, um, even though she's, you know, been in, in the study of it. I, I've been in health and fitness for 17 years. I have an autoimmune disease. So I've lived my own version of hell and back and a few times of how mental health and physical health and emotional health and spiritual health are all intertwined. And, and with all of the modalities out there, right? When you said yourself, you did everything I've done. Oh my God, I, I, I'd be embarrassed. I could probably write a 5,000 page book on all of the things that I've done and spent six figures on myself to heal. And I will say combo for me um, has been so, so deeply embodied in healing and it forces us to like do things that we wouldn't normally do on our own. And it makes us uncomfortable. It makes us throw up. It makes us poop. It makes us cry. It makes us shake. Maybe why don't you share from your own perspective, the science and your experience with your background and studying of the health sciences, what you see combo that not only that it did for you, but it can do for others. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that could be a whole separate podcast. podcast okay. <laughs> but um, I'll try to, you know, put it into a brief version. Um, yeah. So for, for me and for others, um, the, sci- the science is my favorite, right? Like I have two science degrees. My bachelor's is in science and my associate's is in science and I'm such a nerd for it. But um, the peptides are what are the most interesting to me. Um, and that's where most of the research is, right? It's on the peptides. Um, there are dermaceptins and those ones are responsible. Let me start by saying everything has peptides, like plants and animals and people. We already have them. I can't say everything, but plants, animals, people have peptides. Um, and this, this combo, this frog has, um, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has about 27 peptides. I believe now, is that right? Yeah, minimum. Magdalena that that have been studied and found and they're talking yeah. about now. Scientific, but, yeah, evidence and research, whatever, giving them names because they, sure. they said there's like hundreds and it's like a it's like a secretion, just so you guys if you don't know, it's a secretion from um a frog skin. Uh, it, we don't like to say poison, but yes, if you ate this frog in the in the jungle, you would you would die. Um, but the the secretion from the skin is what 
is transdermally put into you so that it can do its magic. They call it nature's vaccine. And it has mm -hmm. these peptides mm -hmm. scientifically proven. So, you know, I'll let you go on. I just wanted to interject that really quickly. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, yeah, so the peptides, there's like dermoceptins and those are responsible for killing bacteria and fungus and parasites and all of that stuff, viruses. Um, and there's dermorphin that works in the mu opioid receptors in the brain. So that could be, I think it's stronger than morphine. Um, and that's like a painkiller, right? A lot of these peptides have effects on your GI or your vascular. It's a vasodilator. Um, and when you do combo, everybody's experience is a little bit different, but generally it will lower your blood pressure. It will, you'll feel it kind of pulse in your head or you'll get hot. And um, it has these effects that it, you sit with the medicine. They're a little bit uncomfortable, but you, you get through it, right? Um, and it's worth it. And when you purge, that's not the worst part. That's like almost maybe even in my opinion, the best part, it's like that letting go, you drink a bunch of water. So you kind of want to get it out. And then after you feel great. And I have always hated puking my whole life. I would be resistant to it if I was sick. Wow. I tried to take like sleeping medicine and lay down. I'd hold it in. If, you know, I was ever drinking. I would do anything to not puke. That's important that's because I, I do want to, yeah, that's important. <laughs> that's important for people to hear because a lot of people, when I tell them, what do you do? Oh, well, I, I burn people's skin. I help them <laughs> and poop. And they're like, what the, are you, what? No, uh -huh. that, that's scary. But it's, it's part of the process of purging that, which no longer serves coming out of your, your system so that you can have more love and light and energy and all sorts of chakra clearing and organ detoxification and stuff like that. So I just want to reiterate to you guys that yes. a lot of people do cleanses and they get cold and flu like symptoms or a yes. detox similar idea. This is just, you know, medicine from the jungle, 20 to 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes to, to have a potential of results. We can't guarantee results. Of course, we always got to throw that disclaimer out there. Um, but the results you've had are, are phenomenal. Yeah. 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 So, um, after though, my first session, after I vomited, um, I felt like I had all this energy. So in the jungle, they'll use it right before they go hunting for stamina and stuff. And I felt that, and I'm the type of person, if I puke, I need to like lay down. I took the whole day off the next day. Cause I thought I was going to need it. I was outside walking around and I felt amazing. It was so bizarre because just even like a placebo effect, just the thought of puking made me feel like I needed to call off the next day, just that alone. And that's just not what it was like at all, you know? So I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. Full disclosure, guys. I, I did sit with combo this morning myself as a practitioner, you know, really briefly, cause this, this isn't about my story, but I found combo two years ago um, heard the call because I, I had been struggling as a binge drinking workaholic for oh, uh, roughly a decade, not quite, maybe maybe seven years, depending on when I say I actually started that path. And it was it it could have killed me. I wanted to die. Um, I had already done uh, silawaska and and um, mushrooms, and and it had started me on the path. But I still had so much stuff stuck in my body that this was like this science and spiritual medicine that fully helped me start that like 
breaking turning point, if you will, of all of a sudden now I like my, my addictive personality started to shift. I started to lose the 35 pounds then that I then eventually lost because mm -hmm. I didn't have all that literal shit and proverbial shit blocking me up and holding me back from, you know, the body is, is really what can impact our mind guys. You got to remember that our body is actually where we house all that trauma, shame, guilt, fear. And when we shut those emotions down, like with alcohol or busyness or drugs or whatever, we actually just, we just numb out. Right. And we don't actually get the stuff out of our body. So I couldn't read myself. Well, psychotherapy, grief counseling, a lot of that actually made it worse because I would have more emotions coming up and I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go there. Don't know. Uh -uh, I'll just drink more and work more or social media more. And um, combo was the, the deepest medicine for me to help to kind of like have that conscious interrupt. Like literally I had more brain cells starting to fire and to work and say, it's, it's okay. You're going to be safe. And it's hard to explain because it, it, there is a lot of spirituality with it too. Um, it helped me come back inward so I could go feel more safe with building a spiritual practice and all of that kind of stuff. So I did combo about once every other month for two years to help kind of keep me continuing the purging, peeling back the layers of the onion process. And that might be a good like transition to start wrapping up the show is, is you know, who do you think Charlotte is combo for I'll give my two cents, but I know you're a practitioner. I'm a practitioner. Um, we have someone shouting out. Unfortunately, I don't know your name, um, but someone's already planning on having you work and have you sit with Combo. So thank you for supporting <laughs> Charlotte and our show today. But anything else you want to share and, and then um, who you think Combo is ideal for? Yeah, yeah. I did want to share quickly. Um... I do feel like I meant to say this earlier, but I do feel like Aya led me to combo and then I keep having the synchronicity and I was reminded today that Kampu, who was the guy who, this is how the story goes, his, his tribe was really ill and nobody was getting better. So he sat with Aya and Aya told him to go find this frog and he brought back the medicine to the people and help them to get well. Um, you know, there's a lot of different stories around it. I mean, I could imagine somebody got caught in touch with frog and got sick, but then got well. And they were like, wait a minute, maybe there's something to it, but who's to say what it is or what it isn't. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Um, and honestly, who is combo for? I almost feel like who is combo not for at this point. I mean, even when I was, doing rigorous events that were pretty athletic, like swimming 500 yards. I utilize combo and for stamina to help mm -hmm. me with that. You know, it doesn't, we make it spiritual here in the West. We want to be comfy, cozy. We want to do, but in the tribes, they kind of sit on a log and burn you, smack it on you. You vomit and you go on and do what you got to do. Yeah. There's know? no so, toilet. There's no nice toilet. Yeah, you just nobody's use, burning, smudging you with bushes. sage. Yeah. yeah. So we make up like this whole, and it's beautiful. I'm all for it. And I'm, I will create a ceremonial space for my clients if that's what they need. And that's my intent in the beginning. But who knows? Maybe I'll work with athletes. I already at my job, I'm exposed to these people who might just need it to, you know, and I do want you to put an intention, right? Respect the medicine. Yeah. But I don't know if I could think of like 
you know, a certain group. Like it's just for these types of people because <laughs> it's so beneficial on so many levels. Yeah, I yeah. like it too to compare yeah. it and share this with you guys. Like for me, like I started doing acupuncture um, when I got my autoimmune disease diagnosis in 2011. And once I found combo, at least this is how I associated it. I was like, oh, this is like going to be part of my, my wellness plan. You can overdo combo. That's mm -hmm. another conversation for another day. However, my maintenance plan has been about once a month or every other month to help improve, continue uh, my mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health. That's, that's just me. Plus I want to go into remission with my autoimmune disease. So I have like, I have a care plan and it's a part of that ongoing care plan. Um, mm -hmm. How about you, Charlotte, with what you have gone through? Like, do you have a care plan with combo that you work with? Yeah. So um, I microdose or they call it dry combo where you're not actually purging. I do that at least once a week, if not two to three times a week, but at least once a week. Um, and that's just on for like 30 minutes and I meditate with it and then one purgative dose a month. So that's what I've been doing and that's been working out for me. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I would highlight just, just really quickly. And then I want you to tell them where they can find you Charlotte. And I, I do have my website on the screen. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It has all the science of the peptides, all of that kind of stuff. And, and I'd love it for you, Charlotte, to give me your website so I can add it into the show notes. Um, but combohealing.now.site is like my main site, but you'll see, I have tabs for combo for addiction combo for um, uh, autoimmune, uh, I'm going to be adding combo for weight loss. And like uh, the thing that combo really helped me was remember our body is a temple mm -hmm. um, and it, and it has gone through a lot ever since you were like, think about it in utero, we start experiencing trauma. If your parents had an argument or a fight or, you know, mom was smoking, like you had all these little micro traumas and hello, you come through this little tiny little whole canal of being born, a lot of people find out they had traumas in the birthing canal, right? And so we, we carry all of these micro and then these macro traumas. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna, you know, really fully get rid of that and purge that? Um, I haven't seen anything nearly as good as combo. So, um, you know, if you're in Ohio, work with Charlotte, if you're here locally, I'm, I'm also doing a Black Friday mm -hmm. sale um, and there's a lot of different options with that. I'll, I'll add that in the show notes too, but where can people find you, Charlotte? Yeah. So, um, real quick, I've been getting very busy, um, creating my website now, and that should be done within the next two weeks. Um, so then Perfect. maybe you can add it after. I'm not sure. Yes. Yep. Um, but right now I have my Instagram. I updated my LinkedIn. Um, if you go to my Instagram, though, you'll be able to see that. Um, and it's combo underscore Sambo. It's S-O-M-B-O. And during our combo practitioner training, I was thinking of business names. And I was thinking, I wanted to rhyme. So I'm like combo Mambo. And I looked up like Mambo name meeting. And like, nah. second name I, that came up was Sambo. And I looked up the meaning of the name, not the definition. And it came up as um, African for beautiful lady, also meaning angel or royalty or queen. And um, my practitioner at the time kept saying, you're going to be the combo queen. So I was like, oh, that's so interesting. What a synchronicity. But my favorite was Sambo is the name that implies a pioneer in spirit. 
natural foreign leader, highly focused, achievement oriented. And I thought, that's it. <laughs> so that's what I ended up going with. Um, and then let's see, I'm right now making a Twitch. I'll have a chatting account. All of this stuff I'm going to be updating on my Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to so, say, I'll drop your Instagram handle. Yeah. For sure, and then when you have your website. Yeah. I'll update that. And I know, um, thanks guys so much. We, we, we went yeah. over, but this was such a profound, uh, message. And I'm, I, I got an intuitive download that maybe uh, Charlotte, you and I can do an actual webinar or masterclass about combo I love that. And health benefits and the science and the spirituality. And, um, I have one closing question that I'm excited to hear after everything you've been through. Um, I, 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 I love to get your perspective when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, which is, is the name of my show as a massive meaning for me. Um, when you hear healthy and wealthy and wise, what does it mean for you, Charlotte? I love that. That's a good question. Um, I feel like it could have so many meanings, but healthy, wealthy, and wise to me would mean physically, spiritually, um, all around, you know, is your mind good? Is your body good? Is your soul good? So the Trinity, right? All three, that'd be healthy. And then wealth comes in so many forms. But for me, it's just, again, kind of tied into that mind, body, spirit, and wealth with like your friends and your health, and it's all tied in together, right? I don't think financial when I think wealth. Um, I really just think, your attitude of gratitude list. Like, what are you grateful for? And, you know, that could be that. And then wise, what decisions are you making to remain healthy? So for me, it all ties back to health. Yeah. Your health is your wealth, right? You, you prove right. that without your health. You have nothing. What do you have? Um, so thank you so much, my beautiful dear sister. As thank we you. close, I just remind our listeners please hit the share button. Sharing is caring. I just want to thank you to Amy for tuning in. Thank you for whomever red heart 11 TX. And, and thank you for the other viewers. Sorry. I don't, I don't get to see your beautiful face and name sometimes on the Facebook live. So um, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get to see you on future shows and webinars and other combo information that we will be sharing. Um, any, any last words before we sign off? No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, tune in next week. I have another powerful episode um, with a, a, a woman who has a very, very profound addiction story. And now she's an addiction recovery coach, something that I partner with because addiction is one of my passions that I work with combo and, and plant medicines with and serving people to get to the root causes um, of, of that. And so it's going to be a very powerful episode uh, next Tuesday, November 28th. Until next time, guys. Here's to your best health, whatever that means for you, your best wealth, also whatever that means for you. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for shouting that out. Um, and here's to you rediscovering your best and trusting your best innate wisdom within. All right, guys. Bye-bye for now.
Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating or review. And also please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my Facebook community. And if you are looking to manifest your best health, your best wealth by trusting your best wisdom within, please go to my website, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Again, www.microdosingforhealth.com. To quiet your mind, get into your heart, heal your body, and manifest your best health and your best wealth.